Hey everybody, it's Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals, and I am coming at you today from my car. (laughs) Yeah, it's exciting, huh? Okay, so um, today I wanted to talk with you, if you are open, about air quality. I know it doesn't sound very exciting, but uh, when you work with a lot of paper products, you create a lot of dust. And I think it's really important. Now I sound all luxury, and that's not really how I want to come across. Um, I enjoy good air quality. I love fresh air. I love clean air, and it makes me feel good. Um, I think it's. I, I do take extra steps in my crafting to make sure that my air quality is good. I think it. It's a good idea if you're going to work with paper products because there's a lot of fibers and dust involved that uh, you take some steps to keep the dust count down. Um, This is especially tricky if you have carpet. Uh, It's harder to keep the dust down. You can vacuum, but um, you're going to have a lot of dust trapped in your um, carpet. Um, I have tile, which makes it a little bit easier. If you have tile, you can just basically wipe your floor, wash your floor, uh, vacuum it up. Not so bad, right? Um, but, <clears throat> all right, just turning into a busy car lane here. Okay, everything's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's just, uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply important for air quality for your lungs you know if you're a crafter you got to take care of yourself you got to be careful um of the stuff that you expose yourself to there's a lot of uh toxic stuff in crafting glues paints pigments uh things like that uh that we need to be mindful of okay maybe this isn't the most fun topic but i think it's worth addressing at some point uh Uh, A couple of steps I do take to keep the air quality uh, clean or, well, obviously um, uh, cleaning, um, uh, frequent periodic cleanings to remove baseline dust, I think is really important. And I think it's a good idea to wipe down horizontal surfaces and clean from top to bottom, kind of the way a, um, a housekeeper or a maid would approach cleaning a room from top to bottom, clean your ceiling fans and your light bulbs up high and these shelves, things like that. Um, you know, as opposed to dusting them off, which just fl- throws the dust into the air and then it floats around. My nose is itchy just thinking about it. Um, maybe because this is pollen season. Um, so, uh, yeah, keeping like something that's going to wipe the dust, but keep the dust on the pad. So something wet or moist uh, or damp will cause the dust to cling to it as you're wiping. So I think, uh, you know, even baby wipes or wet wipes are better than just a dry cloth uh, because you're going to capture the dust from the paper or the fabric. And um, I'm sure sewers um, seamstresses understand this concept very well because they also create a lot of uh, fiber dust. And um, 
I want you to lead good, long, happy, healthy lives where you can enjoy yourself and have fun. And uh, um, getting back to the fun as fast as possible. But every once in a while, we got to go through a little cleanup. So I hit a wall. Uh, I would say in the last couple of days, I just became... I felt like I was going to break my neck on a few things, piles of stuff that I really needed to get put away. So I spent several days cleaning and uh, cleaning and reorganized. And I have what I call the fundle room. It's a a spare bedroom where I I put all my uh, supplies for my fundles, all my books. And um, I had gone, okay, truth be told, I went out and I was uh, frolicking in the thrift shops and I bought a lot of stuff and I was so excited, but I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if I bring this home, where am I going to put it? Because there's already a lot of stuff in, quote unquote, the fundal room. And uh, so I had to decide what could go and come in and what couldn't. And I thought the easiest way for me to reduce the amount that's in that room already and also reduce the amount of what's going to go in that room is to take the covers off the books. So I sat there for uh, quite a few hours removing the covers from the books and um, uh, that definitely reduced the bulk of what is in that room. Now, there's a lot of other things in that room other than books. There's uh, a lot of old, different types of ephemera, um, you know, tickets and checks and postcards and photos and all sorts of stuff. But, um, uh, and then there's the old ledgers, all that, all sec- the section, receipts, and, you know, braille, pay- all just all sorts of different things. But... Oh, and if you're not familiar with what a fundal is, it's a collection of old or interesting papers um, that I sell in my Etsy shop. It's a hundred-piece collection, and there it's a wonderful place if you've never, you know, junk journal before and you don't know where to start um, to have at the ready, so that you don't have to go and search a million sources, uh, even in your home. Uh, that's why I created the fundal was uh, just to have a collection of papers, a grab-and-go-ready collection of papers that might be fun to pull from and put in our junk journals. So, okay, so there I was. I was taking off all the covers and I got that organized. And then I decided to reorganize the fundal room completely because I wanted it to have a better workflow experience, um, trying to focus on points of efficiency, if I can grab things in order. Um, I have this very long um, horizontal banister upstairs that looks over into the living room. And uh, I batch my fundals. I do them in big batches. So when I'm fundling, <laughs> I know this sounds strange. When I'm fundling, there's a, there's a lot going on. And uh, I would say, um, you know, if I make 50 fundals, something like that, and I will do them all at once. I do them in big chunks like that. It'll take me three to four days to make those. And as I go back and forth, I have a 100 plus pieces in each one, uh, probably closer to 150. But um, I, uh lots of pieces so it's a lot of walking back and forth which is good I like the exercise and I enjoy that and I also like to personally touch every paper that goes into every package so I know what's going in there and I like to kind of uh, um, curate or um, the selection and um, I I find great joy in doing that I love picking out the pretty papers that are going to go in each fundal but I wanted to have a more of a streamlined uh, procedure to do it and I also found that 
a lot of my things were on the floor in boxes and it was getting difficult as I'm becoming a little old lady it was becoming more difficult to bend over every time you know a hundred times to get you know a different uh, pile of something that I was going to go and, and make a fundle out of so I decided to elevate everything so I got some uh, pop-up tables some um, you know just uh, little craft tables and I put them in that room so that I would have more horizontal spaces where I could put things and that really helped a lot um, so basically there's it it is a bedroom so there's a bed in there and there's some dressers and um, now there's some extra tables and uh, I needed some stronger tables to hold the um, I have cutting machines that I use to cut uh, the books because it's just too much for my hands to to cut the books and um, it's um, uh, you know when you're cutting lots and lots of books that also creates a lot of dust so in I came with the, the, the Hoover I came in with the Hoover and uh, I went around and uh, Hoovered up as much as I could I cleaned from top to bottom and uh, changed my well I got it I haven't done it yet I need to change my HEPA filters filters and uh, um, so I think that's going to help a lot with the air quality in the room and um, once I get the bundles created and placed into their special bags then I think that also reduces the dust count which I think is good and uh, then there's um, okay so that's fundle world up there then I remove everything out of the hallway and in the like main, you know, corridors upstairs where the banister looks over into the living room. Got all the fundals packaged, took all the boxes down, took all the uh, book covers down, and um, then cleaned the hallway floor. There's not much else there. I don't really have uh, much sitting in the hallway. Um, so just cleaned the hallway floor and got all that dust up too. So that's a breath of fresh air. and. Uh, Right now, the, the pollen count in Florida is very high, so it's a little difficult for us to open up the windows to let some fresh air in because my husband is very sensitive to allergies, and um, he just, poor, poor guy, he's just like sneezing, itchy, watery eyes, runny nose, and when you put dust on top of that, he's just not a happy camper, and uh, so... Um, Yes, we uh, both have embarked on, um, I don't think you guys have heard about this, but there's allergy drops now. Uh, I don't know if it'll work for everybody, but we are giving it a go. Um, instead of having allergy shots, you can just have oral drops. Some of the, some allergy places do this, not all, but some. I have an ENT that does it, so we're exploring that. And we're about a year into it, and he says that his allergy symptoms have improved about 50% from last year. So that's, that's good. So making small micro improvements in your air quality, I think over time can really help when you're a crafter. It can make your whole experience better. So this is kind of the down and dirty side of crafting. It's real. It has to be handled. Somebody's got to manage it. It doesn't handle itself. It only gets worse. And you know, if you're crafting away and you don't clean, how fast the dust bunnies build up. Um, you know, when you get a beam of sunlight that comes in your room and you can see the particulate matter floating through the air, the dust floating through the air, you know, that's all going into your lungs. And um, maybe we want to keep that cleaner, clearer. So, yeah, I thought this might just be a fun time to talk about clean air in our crafting spaces. 
So down in my craft room, the official craft room, um, I also went through a clean of that. Not a super deep clean for every single corner of every shelf. I, I just went through a lot of all of my drawers actually and, and dusted them out and wiped them all down and everything. Got rid of a lot of base dust from that just from crafting for a year. That, that was a deep clean. So now I do a lot of um, horizontal cleans, any horizontal surface, any tables, um, the fan, the lights. Um, I do have a HEPA filter also in there, which I think is um, very important if you're going to be crafting in a small space and uh, you do produce a lot of fiber dust. Um, and what else? You know, get out of your space every once in a while. I think it's good to go out and breathe some fresh air and take it in, um, recirculate your, the air that's in your own lungs and in your own home. Okay, I have no idea where I just cut off, but uh, I'm back, and I'm just going to carry on. I just I talked for a whole bunch there, but I don't think it recorded, so I'm carrying on. So, um, yeah, I think I was telling myself that, oh, there, I'm passing by a Goodwill, but I'm not going to stop there um, because I've got enough stuff, and I'm, I'm learning to understand that the thrift stores and the antique stores and the consignment shops and all those wonderful places that I could get lost in for hours are truly just external um, storage or external closets for me. So if I need the stuff, I can go and I can procure it, uh, but I don't need to necessarily have to drag it all home with me and store it in my home. Uh, so that helped me not bring everything home. Um, and. You really don't have to worry because the thrift stores, they reload. So if you feel like, oh, I'm going to miss something or there's that one thing that I really think I should have picked up, um, you know, maybe that thing won't be there the next time you go back. But odds are 10 other things will be that will tweak your fancy and you'll be all excited about and so glad you went. So there's all, the flow of new stuff and um, all of that is stored somewhere else off-site when you're ready at the ready you can just go get it you don't have to pay for it until you're ready and uh, you don't have to store it until you're ready or you don't have to use it until you're ready you don't have to have everything right there with you in your in like a big mountain in um, some extra room um, so there you go <laughs> um, so oh yeah so I was also saying that um, you know one thing I love to see is the expression on people's faces when they first come across the concept of a junk journal and one wonderful place I get this experience to see that expression is when I'm checking out at the thrift store with my pile of books and all my stuff that I have and they're looking at me wondering if I'm a book reseller and I don't really know why but for some reason book resellers they they don't like or they kind of look down I don't know what the problem is with a book reseller if you go in and you buy a bunch of books and you resell the books what's wrong with that? I don't know. It's like we buy other things and, and, and use them. Um, it's a purchase. They should be happy. But anyway, um, so um, I go up there and I'm there with all this mountain. I feel 
uh, I need to say I'm not a book reseller. So I let them know I'm not a book reseller. Um, and they're like, uh, and I feel like, well, what are you? They're looking at me. Well, what are you doing with all this stuff, Missy? And uh, um, I feel, well, I say, well, I make junk journals. And immediately I get the, the, like the, the, the frowned brow looking over the spectacles like a uh, librarian at me. And they generally repeat the term junk journals. Yes. I say, yes, junk journals. And I, uh, typically launch into what a junk journal is and all the different kinds of uh, junk journals that there can be, art journals and writing journals and uh, recipe books and garden books and and, um, doodles and poems and quotes and and keepsake books and all sorts of fun things Um, because I can tell if there's interest or they're not interested and almost everybody at a thrift store who works at a thrift store understands the value of stuff and repurposing and uh, creating things from nothing and they tend to be intrigued so then they're like hmm, this is the reaction I usually get I gotta go look that up that sounds really interesting so I think in, in some way shape or form I may have created little monsters uh, uh, who are also getting very excited about making junk journals and uh, or at least exploring what they are and then boy if they work in a thrift store are they in for um, a lot of excitement because they're surrounded by all that stuff all the time? I mean, oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, I think I, I I could never work in a thrift store. I would just bring everything home. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be dangerous. Ah, uh, yes. Seeing the possibility and everything, it can be a curse. Um, so, yes, it's a fun-filled day coming home from the non-dentist appointment. Um very happy on the backside of the big clean and, and dust removal um, expedition that happened over the weekend in the house, feeling much better, um, and looking forward to the day of uh, creation, uh, social media exploration, learning uh, Pinterest a little bit better, uh, working on Instagram, trying to learn that more. There's so much to learn when it comes to these social media platforms, so if you're trying to put the word out there, I just recommend to you little bites at a time don't overwhelm yourself you can get overwhelmed so quickly and so easily because there's so much to learn it's not you know it was simple back when Instagram was just Instagram there was no real story you know carousel none of that it was just post a picture you know Um, and same thing with Pinterest but now they have so many different layers of things so many different facets of directions that you can go down to share your ideas and your thoughts and um, I highly recommend or suggest you do what's fun for you go through the process learn nibble on a little edge of something and see if you like it are you enjoying that is it a good thing was it fun for you um, did you like the process if you if you have that kind of experience do more of it if you find it's overwhelming and burdensome and you don't like it and you feel highly pressured to produce 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 just don't you know give yourself a break and uh, take a breath take it easy and focus on what you are enjoying uh, but be open to trying the new things because you may just very well enjoy them and that would be nice to know wouldn't it it would be very nice to know and um, so I encourage you to do these types of things as you're exploring um, some of you may not be uh, you may be sharing your ideas and not selling things or you may be sharing your ideas through social media and selling things and and both are awesome um, both inspire people both cause growth both cause expansion of your imagination and um, 
keep talking to people about making their own books because uh, I think we're, you know, we're probably all feeling it's a joyous journey to do this. And wouldn't it be wonderful if more people had that experience in life? Uh, so I hope to spread those words that um, making books is fun and they can be done for so many purposes and we can actually reuse old books to make new books and um, we can take little bits and pieces from old books and um, put them in front of new eyes that may have otherwise never looked upon those pages, never looked at that poem or never looked at that quote or never looked at a piece of history uh, before until you actually put it in their hand by incorporating it into a junk journal. That's right. So with that, we'll put a pin in it and we'll talk with you next time. Here's the big we. Sonny's actually at home with Papa and I am coming home and uh, can't wait to jump back into the papers and create some more dust. So let's have fun. Let's have at it and let's keep crafting. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.